Hello all you film freaks and movie maniacs out there. My name is Nolan Carr and I'd like to welcome you to the go-to podcast for all things cinema. But before you can ask any questions, just sit back, relax, as I present to you a Strawland Studio Productions, Critiquing with Carr. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to yet another edition of Critiquing with Carr. I can't believe we're back for another episode of Favorite Film Fridays. On this week's edition of the show, we have another great movie to review, and you're going to be surprised what my final ranking is of this movie. As always, if you've enjoyed this podcast the last few weeks since we started, do us a favor by subscribing on YouTube, following the audio platforms, clicking that heart button, clicking that like button, turning on post notifications so you're updated with more news and updates regarding the podcast on those said platforms, as well as clicking that share button to help grow the podcast with your friends and family, maybe even leaving some comments to let us know how you like the podcast so far. And if you're looking for other means and ways of staying up to date with future news and updates regarding the podcast, follow Instagram at Critiquing with Car. And with that being said, let's go on with the review. As I just mentioned a few seconds ago, we have a great review today, and that movie is Pulp Fiction. Even though I'll save most of my final thoughts at the end, I'll say a few now. Even though when I first started watching this movie, probably years ago, I got really disinterested in it because I thought it was just weird. I, I couldn't get into a Quentin Tarantino movie like Reservoir Dogs. But the more I watched this film, Pulp Fiction that is, I started to really enjoy it. And I thought it was great from start to finish. The three stories that they portray over many days in a singular day is really exceptional. And I'm really glad I'm able to review this video for the podcast on Favorite Film Fridays nonetheless. But as I mentioned, I'll save more of my final thoughts and actual review for the review. So let's begin. Quentin Tarantino is both the director, one of the screenwriters, and one of the producers for this film. Even Roger Avery wrote the story for this film, and Lawrence Bender is the producer. The cast of this film is as follows. John Travolta, Samuel L. Jackson, Uma Thurman, Harvey Keitel, Tim Roth, Amanda Plummer, Maria de Medeiros, Ving Rames, Eric Stoles, Rosanna Arquette, Christopher Walken, and Bruce Willis. The cinematographer for this film is Andre Sokola. It was edited by Sally Menke. The production companies for this film were A Band Apart and Jersey Films, and it was distributed by Miramax Films. It was released on May 21st of 1994 at the Cannes Film Festival in France, and it was released on October 14th of 1994 nationally in the United States. And it has a runtime of 154 minutes, which is just over two and a half hours long. The budget for this film was between eight and eight and a half million dollars, and the box office total was $213.9 million. Now I'll go on to one of my other favorite parts of these reviews, which is the accolades that this film either won or was nominated for during awards season. At the 1995 Academy Awards, Quentin Tarantino and Roger Avery won Best Original Screenplay. The movie was nominated for Best Picture. Quentin Tarantino was nominated for Best Director. And Samuel L. Jackson was also nominated for Best Actor in a Supporting Role. Uma Thurman was nominated for Best Actress in a Supporting Role. And Sally Menke was nominated for Best Film Editing. At the 1995 Golden Globe Awards, Quentin Tarantino won Best Screenplay. It was nominated for Best Motion Picture for a Musical or Comedy. Quinn Tarantino was nominated for Best Director. John Travolta was nominated for Best Actor in a Leading Role for a Musical or Comedy. Samuel L. Jackson was nominated for Best Actor in a Supporting Role. And Uma Thurman was nominated for Best Actress in a Supporting Role. At the 1995 BAFTA Awards, Samuel L. Jackson won Best Actor in a Supporting Role. Quinn Tarantino was nominated for Best Film. At the 1994 Cannes Film Festival, Quinn Tarantino won the Palme d'Or. At the 1995 Screen Actor Guild Awards, John Travolta was nominated for Outstanding Actor in a Leading Role. Samuel L. Jackson was nominated for Outstanding Actor in a Supporting Role. 
and Uma Thurman was nominated for Outstanding Actress in a Supporting Role. At the 1995 Director's Guild of America Awards, Quentin Tarantino was nominated for Outstanding Directing in a Feature Film. At the 1995 Movie and TV Awards, it won Best Movie, Samuel L. Jackson won Best Male Performance, and Uma Thurman won Best Female Performance. At the 1995 Independent Spirit Awards, it won Best Feature, Quentin Tarantino won Best Director, Samuel L. Jackson won Best Male Lead, and Quentin Tarantino and Roger Avery won Best Screenplay. At the 1995 Satellite Awards, it won Best Motion Picture for Musical or Comedy, Quentin Tarantino won Best Director, John Travolta was nominated for Best Actor in a Leading Role for a Musical or Comedy, Samuel L. Jackson was nominated for Best Actor in a Supporting Role, Uma Thurman was nominated for Best Actress in a Supporting Role, and Quentin Tarantino and Roger Avery were nominated for Best Original Screenplay. And now we will discuss the top 10 highest grossing films of 1994 is when Pulp Fiction was released. I mean, number 10 was The Santa Claus. It was distributed by Walt Disney Pictures. It had a worldwide gross of $189,833,357. And the lead actors were Tim Allen and Judge Reinhold. Coming at number 9 was Clear and Present Danger. It was distributed by Paramount Pictures. It had a worldwide gross of $215,887,717. And the lead actors were Harrison Ford and Willem Dafoe. Coming at number 8 was Interview with the Vampire. It was distributed by Warner Brothers Pictures. It had a worldwide gross of $223,664,608. The lead actors were Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt, and Kristen Dunst. Coming number seven was Dumb and Dumber. It was distributed by New Line Cinema. It had a worldwide gross of $247,275,374. The lead actors were Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels. Coming number six was The Flintstones. It was distributed by Universal Pictures. It had a worldwide gross of $341,631,208. The lead actors were John Goodman, Rick Moranis, and Rosie O'Donnell. Coming number five was Speed. It was distributed by 20th Century Fox. It had a worldwide gross of $350,440,145. And the lead actors were Keanu Reeves, Sandra Bullock, and Dennis Hopper. Coming number four was The Mask. It was distributed by New Line Cinema. It had a worldwide gross of $351,583,407. And the lead actors were Jim Carrey and Cameron Diaz. Coming at number three was True Lies. It was distributed by 20th Century Fox. It had a worldwide gross of $378,882,411. The lead actors were Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jamie Lee Curtis, and Tom Arnold. Coming at number two was Forrest Gump. It was distributed by Paramount Pictures. It had a worldwide gross of $678,226,805. Lead actors were Tom Hanks, Robin Wright, and Gary Sinise. And coming at number one was The Lion King. It was distributed by Walt Disney Pictures. It had a worldwide gross of $987,483,777. The lead actors were Matthew Broderick, Jeremy Irons, and James Earl Jones. And now it's the time we've all been waiting for, which is the icing on the cake, my likes and dislikes of Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction stands out as one of the most interesting films of all time, moving together a tapestry of separate yet interconnected stories. The film opens with a surprisingly good separate story featuring Honey Bunny and Pumpkin robbing a diner setting the tone for the unexpected narrative twist that follow. The soundtrack is something short of immaculate, enhancing every scene and adding depth to the film's unique atmosphere. The dynamic relationship between Jules and Vincent, both personally and professionally, brings a compelling depth to their characters. The vintage vibes, especially at Jackrabbit Slims, contribute to the film's nostalgic allure. Steve Buscemi's cameo adds a delightful touch to the experience. However, iconic as it may be, John Travolta's character's hairstyle does not quite hit the mark. Uma Thurman's character shines, minus the unfortunate addiction subplot, and the twist dance scene between Mia and Vincent remains an iconic moment in cinematic history. Pulp Fiction effortlessly navigates through multiple storylines, seamlessly transitioning from one to another. 
The car crash sequence between Bush and Marcellus Wallace is executed with intense precision, leading to the unexpected discoveries in the so-called pawn shop. Harvey Keitel's portrayal of Mr. Wolf and his prompt multi-step approach to problem solving adds a layer of sophistication to the film. The circular storytelling, starting and ending at the diner with Pumpkin and Honey Bunny, gives the impression of an extended time frame, though it all unfolds in a single day. The film's final scene is an intriguing blend of tension and diffusing between Vincent, Jules, Ringo, and Honey Bunny, with guns blazing. In conclusion, Pulp Fiction is a captivating journey through the unexpected, maintaining coherence and showcasing an all-star cast that delivers a stellar performance. Despite its length, the film fits the narrative being presented and only becomes more enjoyable with each viewing. As we get to the end of this review, and I still have some time left for my final thoughts and my ranking on a 10 Diamond Daves, I'm proud to give it a 9 out of 10 on the Diamond Daves scale. From start to finish, as I mentioned in my review, it's got great storytelling. The camaraderie between Vincent and Jules is perfect. I love Harvey Keitel's character, Mr. Wolf, in the film and the sophistication he brings to the story. Although it seems like it's an extended period where it's over a few days, they somehow tell the story in just one day, which amazes me the more I watch it. And the vintage vibes, the great soundtrack, it's immaculate. I mean, what's better than this film? Not a whole lot to tell you the truth, which is why... If you've enjoyed this review of Pulp Fiction on Favorite Film Friday and all the other previous reviews, do us a favor by subscribing on YouTube or following on the audio platforms, clicking that heart or like button, turning on post notifications so you're updated on those platforms when new episodes release, as well as following on Instagram at Critiquing with Car. Until next time, when we see each other again at the theaters, take care of my film freaks and cinephiles. Happy viewing.